0: Do you know who that is? Um,
1: I have some guesses. Guess. Uh was it Sinead O'Connor? It is,
0: and that's a it's a great song. Yeah? It's a great song.
1: I remember it like from when I was young. Laughing Yeah. That's
0: um late nine late eighties, early nineties.
1: Is she the one who got in trouble?
0: Um for, for tearing
1: what? up a picture of the Pope? Oh, I don't know. Somebody did on Could SNL.
0: They did it on SNL?
1: And they got in a lot of trouble. Okay. I think it's Sinead O'Connor.
0: We could ask um, Alexa. Alexa, did Sinead O'Connor tear up a picture of the Pope on SNL? Here's something I found on the web. According to insider.com, I was
2: seeing a songwriter Sinead O'Connor for a photo of Pope John Paul II on SNL in
1: 1992. Well, good memory, Taylor. Thank you what
0: do you know why she tore it up?
1: Um, I think it had to do with uh, well, is she Irish or Scottish?
0: She is Irish.
1: I think it had to do with um the, all the stuff going on with, with
0: Catholicism in northern and northern Northern Ireland and yeah, huh well, she's Irish as I understand it, Ireland was Catholic. And then Northern Ireland's Protestant. Um, but yeah, that's when that was a hotbed mess.
1: No, I think Northern Ireland was Catholic. False.
0: Northern Ireland was the Protestant one.
1: Well, Ireland was part of like Great Britain. Which I was,
0: mean, probably all of this.
1: I mean, none of it is No, Northern Christian. Ireland was
0: part of Great Britain. Still is. Northern Ireland is part of Great Britain. Yep.
1: And Ireland is Catholic. Is Catholic. And Ireland is... Independent. Uh, independent. It's its own
0: country. So...
1: So Northern Ireland is a part of Great Britain.
0: Yep. Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England of the United Kingdom.
1: All I know is I watch Dairy Girls and it's really funny. Well, Taylor... Ooh, Dairy Girls. Yeah.
0: Um, Val is just texting me about a Downton Abbey thing. Val, shout out to you in real time. Ooh. <laughs> um... Well, Sinead O'Connor is Irish, yeah. And now that we've moved past Valentine's Day, we'll prepare hearts for St. Patrick Day. Yes. And so we're going to hear from a litany, no, not a litany, a um, a variety of Irish, Irish, St. Patrick
1: was Irish or f- Scottish. He was Irish. Okay.
0: Remember the the every year this is the Trinity videos with St. Patrick. Yeah. And the clovers because he's Irish. Yeah So there you go No
1: I think I don't know that part of the world very well
0: Well it's over there I've been to Ireland
1: Yeah I've never been to Ireland It's
0: every bit as beautiful as they make the picture seem I believe it It's They're not joking about that
1: I've been long term reading this book It takes me a long time I don't know why Okay I read really quickly But this book for some reason has taken me years Kathleen keeps saying like You're not reading that book Why stop telling people who you are Uh huh Um Uh, and it is about, it's like sort of an Arthurian myth. Okay. Told, but the, but there are also like women, um, tell, it's like from different characters' perspectives.
0: Are you not telling me the name of it on purpose? Or you don't remember the name? No, yeah, I don't remember the name. That's fine. Uh, That happens to me.
1: And, but it is also about like the original, um... Practices like uh, religious practices of like you know, um, Gr- Druidism. Britain, sort of, yeah, yeah, all that stuff.
0: Merlin, all that. All you know, that. there's a really interesting depiction of that because it's all sort of mythic lore. But if you watch the movie King Arthur with Clive Owen, do you remember when that came out? Mm-hmm. And I think um, what's her name? She was in all the Caribbean movies, Parts of Caribbean. Kira Knightley. Keira Knightley. She's yeah. in it. Um, but there's, like, a Merlin legend about Druid religion that's pretty interesting.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: That's probably all in there, huh? Yeah. And you know what else is fascinating about that movie? What? So I don't know when the Arthurian legends are actually dated. And I, as I understand it, there's like it's been reappropriated many times throughout history.
1: Yeah, one, it's one of those things.
0: But um, there's a mention, Clive Owen's character. I think it's set in the 5th century.
1: Oh, wow. Or
0: Maybe, because maybe, I never thought of Arthur that early. Maybe it's later. Maybe it's just in my head because... Clive Owen's character who plays King Arthur Mm -hmm. Mentions as a political ideal uh, Pelagius and Pelagian Ideology Yes as a kind of a political reality About freedom um, And access to God and free will and stuff Wow
1: Yeah Interesting yes Um, Yes so the the religion that they're discussing Or the cultic practices that they have in mind Is like druidism But it is like Um also the like place where it's practiced most uh heartily i suppose is um on a mythical island called avalon which i think is also oh, a yeah that's place. yeah
0: that's arthurian
1: yeah and so it's a, uh, but it is like told from a feminine perspective as well as a masculine perspective both are in there yeah and it's very interest; it's just very interesting um because it talks a lot about um sort of the people who practice these like druid religions are very like uh a little you know uh sort of romanesque and that it's like sure of course come bring in your like christian god we do not care we believe in all kinds of gods and ways to you know paths to um sacredness or whatever Hmm. and the priests are always trying to
0: kill the the other people. That's the way to solve the problem. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. Lots yeah. more Irish lore coming your way these next few weeks. So much. Um, Taylor. Yeah. Well, I made a perhaps startling discovery about myself.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So the other week when people were posting, um, you could post, uh, you tap on this thing to put it to your Instagram story.
1: Yes. Which was Those uh, things are confusing too. a
0: song for Valentine's Remembrance, whatever. Right.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were doing their, like, first dance yeah. song. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what it was. And I wanting. wanted to do this, and it wasn't working. Oh. So I picked up Lindsay's phone, I tapped on it, and it works. I'm okay, it's my phone-specific problem, okay? okay? So what I did is I deleted my Instagram app and re-downloaded it, sure. which, long story short, turned out to solve the problem. Great. Because I tried to update it first, that didn't work. Okay. Well, um, then uh, I noticed I kept opening, like, for n- no... Like, reason I could conceive of, mm-hmm. this app I have on my phone that I use very seldom. It's like to edit photos. Oh. I kept hitting it. Like, why do I you keep... You were
1: hitting it on accident?
0: Well, I'm going to get to this. This is psychologically crazy. Okay. I kept hitting it. and like, why do I keep opening this when I don't intend to use it and don't want it open and I just close it again? Yeah. Well, what I figured out was
1: uh-huh.
0: when I deleted Instagram...
1: Yeah.
0: I had Instagram in the social networking folder I have. Yeah. And because I deleted Instagram it like lost its place in my square oh yeah right yeah. so when i put it back it was like the newest download it was in the bottom right corner uh-huh and out of habit
1: and you didn't move it back
0: from clicking on instagram okay my thumb would just go there isn't that so indicting <laughs> it means i'm addicted
1: um well i don't think it means you're addicted oh, it but does. it means you're used to the instagram app being in a certain place on your phone yeah you think it means you're addicted to Instagram? I do. Do you check it that frequently?
0: Oh, 387 times a day. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: No. But, but frequently.
0: Uh, I, I'm, it depends. If it's a work day and I get in the zone, I yeah. can be off it for long I know. periods of time. Um, but if it's Which like,
1: is indicting because it's like, what if I'm not in the zone? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's like um, if I have chunks of stuff to do and I just do it. Right. But if it's even stuff that can be broken up. Like, I do my best work when I reward myself short-term.
1: Well, you're supposed to do that, you know. They say you can really only focus for 50 minutes at a time.
0: 50 or 15? 50. Okay.
1: And then 10. So you're supposed to do like Oh, that's interesting to know. 50 and then a 10-minute break.
0: I have also known this to be true and can tell you from my own experience that mm-hmm. um, to do something productive takes long periods of time uninterrupted from outside sources yes so sermon writing mm-hmm. I need like an eight hour chunk and I maybe I'm writing for four of that yeah. but I need to be not interrupted for that long of a period to get into that creative zone to yeah. do output to go to the bathroom come back keep doing it you know all the yeah. things that 50-10 yes. cycle
1: I, yes
0: well there you have it that'd be fun if we had a Adam Grant kind of figure out to talk to us about human behavior in those environments yeah Um, well uh, Taylor yeah did you watch the Super Bowl at church with us?
1: With you, yes. And then did you I tune went to in for another place show? and watched.
0: Where'd you watch the halftime show? The rest of it.
1: I watched halftime show at church.
0: Okay. I did not even notice. Well, no, I did. I did notice when Eminem finished his, his uh, Lose It song or whatever it is. Yeah. And he took a knee. Yeah. I did not connect that with solidarity to the African-American community at all. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, he's taking an unusually long knee. Must be part of his dance routine. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did it register in your head at all? It did not
1: register in my head, but I was later told that he like, they told him he couldn't. Which I think then is especially a statement. Do you well, know
0: what I mean? Well, the only reason I knew about any of this yeah, is because I read an article that the NFL said, no, we knew he was doing it. They practiced it like 10 times and we saw it. Well, so who knows where intent was. Yes. Like did they see it and just not register in their head either he was taking any because sure, of, yeah. or did they know and just like we're not but I would say if his point was solidarity it was a little bit of a miss. Not the solidarity part, the statement part. Um, I think it as a thing just really blended into the whole performance.
1: Well, except that I will say I've seen a lot of African American people on Twitter or Instagram Speak to like the meaningfulness of that moment to them Okay And so I I think there's something to be said About like uh, You know maybe it doesn't Maybe it's not a message for everyone I don't know Which is not to say that I've But also it's like I've seen plenty of all different kinds of people Critiquing it as kind of hollow Or maybe something that misses the moment So
0: Well I don't have any opinions about any of that Okay my opinion is simply like, oh, you were waving to me? I didn't see you waving. Right, yeah. Of a thing. yeah. I didn't he's... know he was doing a protest.
1: Right, yeah. That didn't really.
0: I would be interested what most people saw. Listener, tell us what you saw. Yes, I would did like to know. Did you know Eminem was taking a knee to protest, or did you just think it was part of his routine?
1: I just, and I also wasn't paying that close attention. I wasn't yeah.
0: I did, not when it happened, I did think it was unusually long.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: I kind of kept waiting for something to, like, the next music to kick Again. on. But there was somebody in the piano behind him playing. Yeah. So then that really made it to me, like, oh, it's just ambiance. and Yeah. You know, they're about to have an altar call or something.
1: Yeah. They've got some moment that they're crafting in their head. And it was, they did have a moment they were crafting in their head.
0: Well, um, there's that. I'll tell you another Super Bowl-related item I have. Okay. So Matthew Stafford, yes, is the quarterback of the Rams. Yes, he, he got traded by the Lions last year. Okay. Did you know he got he won the Super Bowl the day a year to the day he got traded to them?
1: He won. Oh no, I didn't. Oh, that was kind of neat. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, but he apparently um like a lot of Lions fans have been really supportive of him winning.
1: Oh, they really like him still.
0: Yeah, and um he did this thing where he says it just means the world to me. That they feel that way, and I thought, how great is that? That there is a relationship that was cultivated there that reached beyond what business yeah. intended, and there's like just a genuine mutual appreciation.
1: Yes, I do think that's important.
0: That's cool, and I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. He was really the only reason I was rooting one way or another for anybody.
1: Um, he's from Highland Park, so really rich. Yeah,
0: he's from Highland Park. He is. I did read an article one time about how many quarterbacks in the NFL. This is a few years ago, were high school Texas high school football players. Yeah. It was like bizarre at one time. There was like eleven or thirteen, either backup or starting quarterbacks in the NFL who were from Texas.
1: (gasps) Eleven.
0: It was high. Yeah.
1: That is crazy. I I saw a thing on Sat. I think Saturday or maybe Mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon. Even that was like how many players. From each state are yeah. um, going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it was the high. The second highest was thirteen, and then Texas was sixteen. California was thirteen. this
0: is say Texas, California, Florida.
1: Florida's twelve,
0: and then usually there's some Alabama, Mississippi.
1: Yeah, it was all. All those were like two or three. Ohio okay. was
0: six. I wouldn't have typically thought of, like, Alabama Mississippi out of sheer population, uh-huh. but I saw a staggering statistic about how many players – it was a similar thing. It was a by state NFL stat, mm-hmm. and I was just sh- shocked how many players had come out of that region. Yeah. And some of that's the SEC and what you teach kids from early on to sort of value and sure. what they give their lives to. It's kind of like, you know, hockey players tend to come out of Minnesota and Massachusetts. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Right, yeah. That, that makes sense or whatever. Oh, Bless excuse you. me Thank you
0: um, But it
1: also is like um, You know I had a friend from Mississippi He was so crazy He is so crazy He's still my friend We talked to him last week um, But he was always being like Texas football is just like It's not Everyone makes it out Like it's such a big deal And it's not that big a deal And I just always was like You're speaking nonsense Like
0: Yeah
1: It just You're not even telling the truth to yourself You know what I mean Because it just is a big deal It's a gigantic deal
0: Well, one of the things I came down here From Wisconsin expecting to see Cowboy hats, tumbleweed, and big football games Honestly, those are the things And part of it was because Do you remember Friday Night Lights, the movie? Yes And do you remember Varsity Blues, the movie? Yes So I think I had this like, oh my gosh
1: In mind If you
0: play football in Texas You're basically like minor leagues for college
1: Oh, okay, sure, right. No, it's like some, at some schools it is like that. But I also remember um, I saw a thing on Twitter a few weeks ago about a school that's in Dallas, 6A, and they have like indoor practice facilities. They're not great. I mean, they're like a mediocre football team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, As far as like playoffs every year and stuff like that. But it's like everyone, they have the same colors as like Colorado State. And so everyone was like, I thought that was a, you know, sort of NCAA level football team's facilities, but it is just oh. this like yeah. random
0: Well, Allen, school in Texas Dallas. years ago now, it was probably a decade, but they built like a multi million dollar football high school stadium. Yeah. Like maybe. Like sixty million, I think, or something like, which is a lot of money. But also, if you think about to build any football stadium, legitimately right, legitimately is going to cost a lot. Of, but still, like a high school football stadium, yeah. So
1: we have uh the school I grew up in is kind of a big deal. We always hosted the school I grew up going to. Um, we have kind of a big deal football stadium because it's like a bowl, mm-hmm. like it is built into. The land structure around it. And so it's like you start at the top and you like walk down, is what happens when you go to watch a game. And it just um, always feels very like professional. Do you know what I mean? It feels like a, and it, ha- it just has the air of like a nice stadium because it's like there's always stuff behind it. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem rickety or whatever. And, and then I went to, you know, a tiny Baptist college for, um, college. And it was like, this is like the equivalent of my like middle school football stadium. And so that's very funny.
0: That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Our, my college football field, not stadium Uh (laughs) was very unimpressive. Just a pretty sizable section of bleachers, but that was it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: well, Taylor, Here's something to tell you. Okay. It looks like we're gonna be talking about Dave Miranda for a long time.
1: Yes. Speaking of football. Do you
0: know the specifics of his contract?
1: No, I don't even know the. I don't know the money. Uh, I know. I know the that he's locked in till twenty twenty nine. Okay. But people get locked. I mean, people can move through those, right? Oh yeah. So. I don't
0: think he'll be here till twenty nine, but. You don't. Well, maybe. I, let me tell you, I think long-term coaching contracts are usually not a good investment. Yeah. Like, I think all too often coaches are undervalued and all too often coaches are overvalued. Right. Like, I don't know. It's like either one or the other. Dave Aranda is a good coach. Is he a seven-season, you know, multi-million dollar coach? I don't know. I think so. I mean, it seems and, that way, but I feel like one season. Right, I know. Two. Well, one season good, though.
1: Well... Yeah But one of them was at the height of a global
0: pandemic Yeah no I mean I don't, Although
1: what is the height of the global pandemic Do you yeah. know what I'm saying
0: well, Until the next variant comes
1: Yeah um, But I do think I think it's a fit Do you know what I mean
0: Yeah no I think he's a good fit for Baylor for sure And the fact that he obviously I don't know turned down But did not go to USC Or LSU. UCLA, Notre Dame. Oklahoma. Florida. So.
1: Uh, Someone just put together a, like, bunch of tweets Mm -hmm. um, and made it into a video. That are, like, media, like, press people being, like, Dave Aranda to Florida. It'll be confirmed on Monday. Or, like, Dave Aranda to LSU. You know, just, like, a lot of, like, Dave There's no way Dave Aranda's staying at Baylor. And... Then he did. So we'll see what happens. He just seems... Yeah. I don't know. I think fit is important. I also think it seems like Baylor and Waco fit for like the type of life his family wants to live right now. I wonder if that has something to do with it.
0: Yeah. No, I think that there's a lot more for good humans than just money and prestige. Yeah. Okay, I found this. Okay. Okay. Um, I mentioned Allen. Yeah. I said about a decade ago. Uh huh. And I googled biggest high school stadiums in the state. Uh-huh. It's the first single stadium Wikipedia search that comes up in that Google search. Okay. But it is not the biggest. But here's what it says: The stadium opened on August 31st, 2012. So a decade. Wow. With non-district matchup between Allen Southlake Carroll, another football giant in Texas. Yes. Who at the time was defending blah blah blah. Um, Allen prevailed in an upset. Anyways, Eagle Stadium is notable and controversial for its size. It has a capacity of 18,000 spectators. It is the fifth that largest fifth largest high school stadium in Texas. Yeah. Um, and the largest which serves as home field for only one high school. Okay. So that makes sense. Like so it's like, yeah, University some school University and Waco yeah. both share. But it's the largest single-owned, team-owned stadium. Yeah, wow. Just under 60 million. Wow. I had a lot of details. Movie you.
1: What a yeah. trap for
0: a memory I have. Yeah. That's just such a different world than where I came from. Right. Hey, um, I have a movie review. You do? Well, as we have seen for yeah. multiple reasons now, streaming services are slowly taking over the movie industry. Yes. Right? Like wow. Hollywood, Metro, you know, those are going to disappear. So. Um, well, I don't
1: know, but I think yeah. they'll, they'll be different. Uh,
0: well. I feel like there's been a steady stream of, like, especially holiday movies with bigger actors that have kind of been, meh. Yeah. Well, last night, Lindsay and I watched Marry Me, starring Owen Wilson. You did? And Jennifer Lopez.
1: I want to see that movie.
0: Well. Did you go to the movie theater? No, it's on Peacock.
1: Oh. Should I get Peacock? I don't
0: have it. Oh, why well, I don't. I think we have somebody's password. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Tell me. I thought it was great. Now I, I love. it looks great. I love Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, it is very Notting Hill in feel. Okay. But it's kind of funny. Lindsay goes, uh, she was researching like 59% of Rotten Tomatoes means I'll love it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how i would say like, yes. right? it. It's probably a 59% of Rotten Tomatoes. We loved it. It was great. Yeah. I just think it's been better than some of the other like streaming service holiday movie attempts I've seen. Okay. And it's not a holiday movie. It just came out around Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, point. it's kind of a Valentine's Day movie.
0: So we um, we did that last night.
1: I love that. It
0: was great. I liked it.
1: I think it looks really good. Except I always have question marks for Jennifer Lopez movies, I feel like, Except for Selena, obviously. We don't need to talk about
0: it. Wait. Uh, say more.
1: I, just I feel never, like I've had a
0: Jennifer Lopez revival.
1: I never know if it's going to be... I feel like it's so, it's like great or bad. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so like I'm going to tell you a movie, you tell me if you liked it or not. Okay. Okay, Made in Manhattan. Yes. You did like it. Yeah. Uh, wedding planner. Mhm. Uh Monster-in-law.
1: No. Okay. I don't know why. I love Jane Fonda. And she's the
0: monster-in-law, right? Yeah, and and that lady's in there, it's not Cloris Leachman. What's her name? I can't remember. Um what else has she been in? Did you see that Gigi or whatever? Is she in that one? Uh. Isn't there one? We- Gigli. Gigi. Yes,
1: with her and Ben Affleck. Yeah, that's what, no.
0: did they meet each other in that one?
1: I think so, but now they're back together.
0: Now. They're, they're that was years ends. ago,
1: and they broke up. Yeah. And then now they're back together.
0: Yeah. I that's I leaned over to Lindsay last night, and I said, "Um, well, definitely, because uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck were at the Super Bowl together, too. Yeah And um, I said Definitely Team Jennifer Gardner On this one But I do like Jennifer Lopez I do like Jennifer So basically Lopez. The common denominator Is that we, we Don't like Ben Affleck <laughs> No
1: Yes Um. I wonder also You know Her Jennifer Lopez And Oh gosh What's his name A-Rod A-Rod They were like Friends with Trip and Joe Yeah And I wonder if They're so Like they're, now they're Friends with her And Ben Or if
0: Yeah What are The decisions They have to make yeah. Those are some deep waters those celebrities swim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would you be friends with? We did. I guess we did this last week when we talked about people you'd pick to be friends with that were celebrities. And I picked Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and Owen Wilson and the uh, yeah Matt McConaughey.
1: Would you like out of J Lo and A Rod or J Lo and Ben? Is that the choice I'm making?
0: No, no. Just any random celebrity celebrity friend you could have. Let's revisit this.
1: Oh, A.D. Bryant. We've talked about oh, this. Yeah. I think.
0: Okay, let's do this. Let's pick categories. You have to pick an athlete, an actor, a musician, and a politician, and an artist. Hard. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Artist, I'll save for last. Okay. Um, musician, Bono. Okay. Politician. Bro- Wait,
1: let me go. Let Let me do the same okay. category. Um, I think I would, a musician who I would want to be friends with... Um, that's hard I think Adele Oh good one Or like Cause she seems so funny Okay Um Potentially I do think I'd want to be friends with Ariana Grande Yeah Or We gotta pick one No just one Okay fine Okay
0: good Don't you like um The person Toe Flakes
1: Which one Probably
0: Um You wear short skirts I oh, wear short skirts Do
1: you mean Taylor Swift Yes Taylor okay, Swift. yeah, international superstar Taylor Swift, yes. yes, I would want to be friends with See Taylor that. Swift
0: Look at that Molly do that one?
1: um, yeah, but Taylor Swift's so famous.
0: Mine's just Bono, okay, okay, politicians, uh, uh-huh, I pick Barack Obama, and then also Michelle would come with them,
1: okay, good one, same for you. I don't know, I think I picked Beto,
0: oh, good one, thank you. Yeah, okay. Um, who is your? What did I say? Actor. Actor. Eddie hmm. Bryant, right?
1: Um, yeah, maybe. It feels like a different category, like yeah, comedian, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Okay. But like, uh, I I think I would really like to be friends with Sir Ronan. Do you okay. know who that is?
0: I just acted like I did. I don't.
1: Okay, she's in Little Women. Okay. Um, she's in a lot of those. Like, sort of, whatever, A24 movies? Yeah. Um, Did you ever see um, uh, a few, it was like, truly like four or five years ago, um, she was in um, that movie with Lucas Hedges, when Lucas Hedges was in every movie. I don't even know who that is either. Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to think, because she's been in some big things.
0: Hmm. Um I'll look her up.
1: Okay. No yeah, look her up right now. You would know her.
0: Um okay. also
1: I think she's Irish.
0: What's her name again?
1: Oh gosh, okay. Her name is Sersha, but it's S A O I R
0: S E. Found it. Okay. Um Oh wait. Uh I'm looking at this. Sorry, listeners, it's probably getting very boring at this point. I'll oh. have to do our IMDB. Um well, I'm going to change mine, too, since I already have those other people. I think my other actor I pick is either Kevin Costner or Brad Pitt. Yeah. My famous friends.
1: You talked about Kevin Costner yeah. before. Um, interesting. Yeah. I do find Brad Pitt interesting. Yeah. Normally really attractive people, I have a hard time relating.
0: Okay, we did singer, actor, politician. Uh-huh. Who did I say? An artist. An artist, yeah. But I said one other category too. Athlete.
1: An athlete. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: This is not as clear to me. Probably Giannis. Giannis seems fun to me.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I, I do think the first people that come to mind to me are basketball players. Yeah. I wonder why.
0: I was thinking about LeBron too, but I'd want to at least pick it. Somebody who's like I'm a fan of. Yeah. LeBron, though, I think is an interesting human.
1: Yes, I think LeBron is a very interesting human. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, um, sort of like maybe Bobon. <laughs> okay. That would be really funny to be friends with Bobon, I think. Oh, no. You know
0: who I would pick now? Who? I'd pick Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And I would say, like, what? Tell me about your last year. A
1: choice. Um, like, what
0: was your thought process?
1: I, if I didn't choose, like, if I didn't choose someone from a team I like, I think I would choose, um.
0: Oh, Lady Bird. That's what I was thinking. Yes, Lady Bird. Um, I, okay. I think
1: I would choose Clay. Thompson? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: I like him. Okay, now our last category is artist.
1: An artist. How
0: broadly are we treating the category artist? Because really, actors and musicians are. Artists. Yeah.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know. And I don't really mm-hmm. know very many visual artists yeah, like, off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I would consider Terrence Malik an artist. He's a director. Oh, I see. Yeah. But his has a very specific kind of aesthetic. Yeah. He did Tree of Life. Right, yeah. Yeah. Or if I could pick writer, I would obviously pick Wendell Berry.
1: Yeah. That's what a, a great good friend one. list I have. Yeah, those I, are can like. Can you I,
0: imagine Giannis and Wendell Berry hanging out?
1: I think you'd be very. Ooh, no. No.
0: They would, but I think
1: they'd like each other.
0: Yeah, they would, they'd They get along fine.
1: Mm, can it be someone dead? Yeah. How'd you, Selena? Oh, good one. Thank you.
0: Okay. Tell me... So, Taylor, I'm on the Instagrams. Yeah. Scrolling through the... I don't know what they are.
1: Really. I feel like I
0: get more and more suggestions than I do actually friends on my feed now.
1: I feel that way as well.
0: Like, of all varieties. I like, don't want to. Me neither. Anyhow, I saw a, a thing... Uh And it was, they had put faces of people on the cover for the um, Avengers Civil War movie. Okay. And so, you know, in that movie, it's Iron Man versus Captain America. Yep. Well, in this uh, mock-up thing, Mm -hmm. it was Pete Davidson versus Kanye West. Yes. And then all their their respective, I don't know how this is all going, but what's going on?
1: Well, first of all, I have heard nothing from Pete Davidson, who I'm sure is just kind of like, I didn't want this. Right. But it's because of Kim.
0: Well, yeah, I figured that.
1: Yeah. So I think a few things happened before I was uh, uh, conscious of the debate, of the moment. Do you know what I mean? But then (laughs) Kanye put on Twitter this thing that's like um, Kid Cuddy is not going to be in this, in Donda, which is his next album named after his mother. Um,
0: Who's Kid Cudi?
1: He is another, like, rapper, producer, an artist. Okay. Um, And he's been on several of Kanye's last albums. Maybe all of the more recent ones. Um, And uh, because he's friends with You Know Who, is what he said.
0: Oh. So do you think that Kanye still likes Kim?
1: I I think so, yeah.
0: So did she break up with him and not the other way around?
1: Well, I don't know that we can know for sure, you know, how celebrities are. Yeah. Um, but I, no, yeah. I don't think anybody ever and thought the, he the was the inspiration. Ka- the
0: West Kardashians have four kids, right?
1: Four, yes.
0: So there's a family unit. Yes. So it's not like there's casualty free celebrity gossip to be had here. I mean, there's real lives involved in this. Yes. But there are sides forming.
1: Um, mostly, I think a bunch of people are like Kanye.
0: For Kanye in this one? uh, No. Against Kanye. They're like
1: Kanye. Well, I think more just like worried for Kanye. Well, like,
0: I, that's my thing with Kanye always. I'm like, there's clearly real mental health issues. Yeah. And like those things need to be handled with care. Yeah. But he's also a celebrity with a massive platform. Yes. And it's like, what are you going to do? Right. So.
1: But it does seem like a lot of the people that have been around him. For like you know sort of like long term As friends and yeah, Confidants and blah 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 That they are no longer Invested in the situation Because I guess I don't know if it costs too much emotional energy Or
0: You know what I was thinking about this the other day Is obviously you and can I say Carrie Fisher Yes Long time ago years ago were telling me how great Pete Davidson was
2: uh-huh.
0: And I, I really brushed you both off Thinking this is very quirky But he has uh, gotten himself involved with the most probably iconic lifestyle brand person out there Yeah. and is now at the center of all this. I'm like, maybe you guys see something I don't.
1: Well, nothing about what's happening now is what I was commenting on. I guess
0: my point... No, I know that. Yeah. My point is if you would have asked me three years ago, okay, in three years, Kim's going to break up with and hook up with another... Celebrity Who do you think Who do you think it is I would have picked
1: Like an athlete McConaughey
0: Or or LeBron James Sure yeah Or I would have picked LeBron James is married I just mean You know like Yeah Even if you would have specified SNL I would have gone Well I don't know Who's on the cast anymore
1: Colin Jost Or something Yeah
0: or Um Che or somebody. Yes, I would have not thought. Yeah, those Pete are the Davidson. two like anchors or whatever. Yeah, of, you know.
1: Weekend update. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I got to hand you guys. What? You you saw women must have this thing. I don't understand for the Pete Davidson types in the world.
1: I don't know that Pete Davidson is everyone's cup of tea.
0: But I, he's he's some very specific people's like, cup of tea. Real cup of tea.
1: That is true. Yes. I just he um I, there's this. People keep speculating on Twitter. It's just, like, a funny rumor or whatever. Mm -hmm. But did you know that his dad died in 9-11? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, very sad. And uh, I keep seeing people putting, like, silly speculations out there that, like, he's dating these people because they're, like, the children of the Illuminati. And it's, like, he's trying to work his way into the Illuminati so that he can find out what actually happened on 9-11. Oh, I didn't... avenge his dad.
0: Is um, Kim Kardashian uh, part of the Illuminati?
1: Well, nobody knows, but...
0: Is the Illuminati real?
1: I don't think so.
0: What's the Illuminati? Is that like the Knights Templar kind of thing?
1: Like a celebrity... Yes, celebrities. Like people were always saying, like Hillary Clinton. Oh. Like the Clintons were in the Illuminati. But also it's like, I feel like the Illuminati is especially reserved for... Celebrities more so than for like politicians, yeah. or if you're
0: that, you're part of um, what's that other one? Yeah, I, anthrax or whatever it's called,
1: something. Oh, Antifa, yeah, 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 okay. Um, so there's that, all right. Um, is the Illuminati real? I mean, are there like secret societies? Yes,
0: yeah, I was so, in one for years.
1: You were, yeah, it was a secret.
0: Well, everybody knew it.
1: Oh, what was it? The Skulls Oh, that's right, yeah. yes, the Everybody skulls. knew
0: what we did and who we were Yes, the Skulls But we were a secret in our minds
1: I... You were a secret?
0: And we, were, we like, did no public good or anything We were just kind of...
1: You guys talked about it all the time Yeah <laughs> At least once a week you were being like, okay, going to the Skulls Yeah um, Yeah, so... So there's a lot happening
0: Yeah so um, what you don't know what the like the the crux of the thing is other than Kanye still likes Kim and now Pete's dating Kim, Kim. and
1: now he's decided that that's like
0: can I tell you another thing really upsetting This is him. why I think celebrities are fake and their lives aren't real and all this is just I don't know
1: some of it is like that.
0: Well, like so, and I don't mean to bash any of them, but okay. I guess this is unapologetically bashing. Okay, it's like if that's a real marriage. With four kids, which they have, yeah, and real heartbreak. Like, yes. why is she dating Pete Davidson like a month later?
1: They got divorced like over a year ago.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the other problem. Is time's like fake to me too. It's yeah. Like I blinked and it's been a year.
1: Um, and also he, well, you know, he has like moved to. I don't know, like Wisconsin or something, Wyoming. Um, Pete Davidson. No, Kanye.
0: Oh, wow. What a great choice.
1: And, yeah. Yeah. Um, he Jackson was also Old. dating this girl whose name is Julia Maxwell. I just learned about her last night.
0: Okay. Um, well, I hope everybody has a better rest of their life. I don't know. It's
1: yeah, I hope good things for everyone.
0: Um, Taylor. Yeah. This week, James Harden yeah. was traded away from the Brooklyn Nets to the Philadelphia 76ers yes. in exchange for... Ben Simmons.
1: Yes. How do you a, like this a few drink? A few other pieces.
0: Yeah, well, that's... The, although, wasn't Seth Curry part of that deal? Uh-huh. There's a couple pieces of, like... They might turn out to be more valuable than Simmons, in my mind.
1: Seth Curry, you think?
0: Yeah. I, I just... I am so not sold on Ben Simmons.
1: Oh. I listen to a podcast that is co-hosted by Seth Curry's wife. I really like Seth Curry. You know, he played for Dallas for a while. Yeah. I think it's surprising... Not that he has any say, I guess is what it is But they were living in like They're like a family, they have children And just surprising to me that They were in No, well I guess I didn't even She lives in like North South Carolina Or something like that Seth Curry,
0: wife? Uh Uh-huh, Callie Well, anyways Who
1: is Doc Rivers' daughter
0: Oh, really? Yeah Well, that's weird Because he just got traded away from Doc Rivers' team now
1: Yeah Huh. Weird.
0: Well, uh, what do you think? Do you like this trade? About the
1: trade? I don't know. That though, Actually, both of those situations, I think both of those players seem to have proven to be, like, more trouble than I think either of them are worth.
0: Oh, that's how I feel, too. Yeah. I feel like it's equally... Potentially good and disastrous for both teams. Yeah. Could traded, be great. Traded one head case for another. Yeah. Harden
1: really? Harden the past two years, like I just don't even what's the goal, you know what I mean?
0: Well, he uh he's getting older. That's the one drawback I can see for Philly in this deal. Because I think yeah. Harden's overall a better player right now for sure. Mm-hmm. Which may be reflected in the actual trade too. But yeah. I think maybe if Simmons has more potential left.
1: Yeah. That, I think that's probably true.
0: It would be interesting to see how they use Simmons and Brooklyn, too, with the players they have. Right. But can you imagine Simmons and Kyrie in the same team, if they get in some kind of head case thing? Yeah. I mean, that could really ruin the chemistry.
1: Yeah.
0: Two bombs right there. Yeah. And we noted this before the show. It's interesting that it's Harden and Simmons, because Harden-Simmons is a, is a school here. in Back the to
1: school in Texas.
0: Yeah.
1: What a time. There you go. <laughs> that what, is weird, truly.
0: Taylor, last thing on my agenda. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: You had some Enneagram organizational questions for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, because first of all, you are just like regularly being like, you're getting in my car and being like, this is really, really dirty. I don't say that. I'm much
0: more passive aggressive about it.
1: You. (laughs) What do you mean?
0: I don't say your car is so dirty. I just am kind of silently judgmental.
1: No, that's a wrong assessment of yourself.
0: You think I'm explicitly or maybe mean about it? you've
1: already said it explicitly in a way that makes me know that you're thinking it every time. You yeah, get in that's my car. true. Yeah. And um or you're getting in my car and being like, "Hey, this is like normal. This is like a normal person clean." And I'm like, "Yep, sometimes it's either of those things." Hmm. And you've also commented about like like you've said like do you think this is a two thing yeah to have dirty cars cuz you feel like
0: you know other twos Yeah, that I, w- have I don't dirty want to cars. say the name.
1: Sure. Um
0: there's another two I know whose car I feel like is excessively dirty.
1: Yes. And but the thing about my car is like sometimes it is sometimes it isn't. You okay. know what I mean? It has been a lot during the pandemic.
0: Yeah. Cuz
1: it's like who's going to be in my car?
0: Who's gonna be in my car Except for
1: people Who are already in my circle You know Um Anyways Uh I was wondering If you do think That that is like Like do you think That is an Enneagram thing Like a two thing Or
0: Well no Because Kareem Is one of my other Friends that I'm closer to That's two Mm -hmm. In his I don't know about his car I guess I don't ever pay much But his house is I mean, very clean. Not, not immaculate, but everything has a very intentional place.
1: I do feel like that's easier to maintain when you live by yourself. Mm-hmm. Kareem lives by himself, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So are you telling me if you didn't live with Kathleen, your car would be clean?
1: No, my house would be cleaner
0: though. Really? So it's her fault?
1: No, it's not Kathleen's fault. It is... I think it's like, right, you know, if someone else makes a mess...
0: Yeah, you don't clean it up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, effect. that's not mine. And then it just sits there.
1: Yeah. And then, and then sometimes you make a mess and you're like, well,
0: it's, yeah. It can
1: just sit there some, for a little bit. Yeah. So, whereas like if I make a mess, if when I lived alone, it was like a lot cleaner. My house was cleaner. Yeah.
0: Well, and, you know, maybe just one less person too is cleaner. Yeah. But, um, certainly. No, I think I know enough about all of us now, Enneagram. That it's it, the truth is, any number can be anything. Yeah. I just had wondered about two's propensity sometimes. I'd wondered if there was something about the presentness, if there's something about the time, thinking thing that makes people prone to.
1: I think yes, both of those things, though. That it, I think those things do factor in when when it gets dirty. That right. I'm like well i'm i just need to do this one thing right now whatever the thing is and if it's not clean my car then it's not clean my car right and then also it's like but if i like i have none of the thing that's like if you do this now in the future it will be a favor for yourself yeah um and i especially have none of that about cleaning do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like, there are things in my life that I know, like, no, I need to do this now because blah, 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 blah. But it's hmm. not cleaning my car that I think that about.
0: Um, well, and I do think, just talking about personality tropes. Mm-hmm. Now on the other hand, there are, like, I don't know a messy one. Right. I know one that's messy? Yeah. Uh, I can think of, like, four or five Kathy Cry posts from the last couple of years or, like, the joy she has taken... In a well-organized... Space. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Whatever space it is.
0: Um, And just brings that energy onto those things. Yeah. Um, Sevens, I could also see being chaotic, but not always. Right. But some
1: of them really... I do think sevens can be really emblematic of that, like... It looks like a complete mess. Mm -hmm. But if you say, like, where's the whatever? They'll know they're like, oh, it's under that thing. And then behind, and then it's organized in their head. Yes. It's like, turn around and jump three times and you'll find it or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: well, there you have it. What do you think, listener? What's your Enneagram number? And are you a clean person? We want to know. Yeah. Are you so. Were you finished You said are you so
1: I Clean well, I had a different thought In the middle of that sentence And I stopped and thought it All the way through Oh But um
0: I don't do that Good for you That you paused I did um I say it and then I get in trouble
1: <laughs> Well I was just thinking about I saw um You know people get Uh Really mad s- Some people About like If you're Late To things Mhm. What is your propensity to be very on time, or n- neither, or do you know what I mean?
0: I'm. It's the three things I'm gonna please the culture I'm a part of. Okay. But if it's left up to me, I'm gonna have a loosey goosey ship.
1: Okay. So you. Yes, but I think mostly in like the United States, being on time is expected.
0: Yeah, we are. A, there's a specific name for this. I think it's monochronic culture.
1: Okay. Yes, that we're all following the same.
0: Like a lot of uh, Latin American countries, this yes. not. It's polychronic. Yeah. There are many times. Yes. To and there's you know siestas and there's just uh, the relationship times way different. Yes. If you start at two, everybody kind of knows two forty-five or three or whatever you feel like. Yeah. So.
1: And while I do sometimes wonder how that works. Because I was not raised in a culture that is that way. Mm-hmm. It also is a thing that like makes sense to me. Like, um, I think there are many reasons one might be late to something that are all fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there are some people who are like, no, it is completely disrespectful of me and my time.
0: Right. That's the line I hear is you're, you think your time is more important than mine when you're late. Yeah. Which I can see. So, again, if so, if I know timeliness is important to whoever I'm in exchange with, I will figure that out and abide by that. Yes, exactly. Which means me interrupting my routine and setting alarms. Yes. So I know, like, oh, I can't just behave as I would. I have to enforce this discipline on myself to honor this need in this other person.
1: Yes. But then it's like, I wonder sometimes... How a person who says something like, it's disrespectful of my time, hmm. would respond to another cultural paradigm. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's hard to ascertain unless we could do, you know it would be great? If the Lily Grant, what a dream job this would be. Okay. What if the Lily Grant gave us a grant to study Enneagram realities globally?
1: That would be great. Well, how much
0: fun would that be? I
1: would be? love it second.
0: I would love that too.
1: That would be so fun.
0: I have another Enneagram project I want somebody to fund, but I can't figure out how to do it, or I'm not a real scientist, so nobody would pay me to do it. Okay. But I would love to do brain neuroimaging uh-huh. and Enneagram behaviors because okay. I am convinced, and it doesn't even have to be Enneagram, but like all these things, the predictive index, sure. strengths finder, right. um, Because this is just so consistently predictable across humanity, mm-hmm. there has to be something chemical that's aligned in all these behaviors in us, and we could figure out what part of the brain... Like these it exists in these predispositions were were coming from we could. this would be fascinating yeah right
1: i wonder if that would be good or bad do you know what i mean
0: um i think it depends what you do with that stuff right but it can always go both ways yeah that's true okay taylor i have one more thing i want to talk about okay great do you notice that Are you starting to feel the effects of, I guess is a better way, of global supply chain issues?
1: I do think I have um, a longer expectation than I used to. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, I've just noticed more and more places in my life, Mm -hmm. and this is all like privileged. I'm used to having everything on demand. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, there was like the story where I waited a year to get my bike. Sure. Which, that didn't bother me at all, because it was, like, components, you know. But I'm talking about, like, the noodles are gone at the grocery store now. Yeah. Or, like, just, like, I'm like, I've never experienced this in my lifetime.
1: No, right. And
0: I feel like more and more I'm starting to feel global supply chain issues. Everywhere. Yeah. Do you Have you noticed this or not? I should have written down my examples. I had a couple of these. Very consistently now, I go to the Dollar General, which... That's the Dollar General. It's not Walmart. Sure. But, like, I'll go to get something, and it just it hasn't been on the shelf for a while.
1: For a while? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh. I don't... I, I feel it in certain ways. Um. We talked in staff meeting a few weeks ago about how I'm ordering... I'm about to... I'm, like, ordering curriculum in a way that... Is much more mm-hmm. timely than I normally do
0: Kind of revamping your inventory system
1: Yes, because the last time I um, Tried to I mean, the last time I ordered it on the schedule that I normally use Didn't come It you. was like three weeks late Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm feeling that And I do think, yeah, the holes in the grocery store Kind of freak me out Like there's certain things But I've never not been able to find something for like several weeks at a time. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Keep your eye on this. Okay. I will. Now that you've.
0: I think this is going to become the next major issue. Supply chain issues. And maybe not in like a, like it threatens our existence way, but I think it's going to become more and more a thorn in our side.
1: Here's what I have noticed. Right. So H-E-B, they used to sell like five different brands of like pizza dough. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so you could like make a pizza at home or whatever. huh. And what has happened now is they sell one brand of pizza dough. Okay. So there's not a hole in like the pizza dough section.
0: But the variety's gone. But the
1: variety is lesser.
0: Yeah. Well, some of that could be businesses folding during the pandemic too.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um and, and like H E B used to make their own like pizza dough and yeah. they don't make it anymore. Well that's a
0: bummer. Yeah it is Everything they do is better So
1: now they have All that's left is like Pillsbury pizza dough mm. Which is fine But not as good Um. So I think they've There are some holes Where it's like They're just waiting for um, a Sort of a green light Because they know Somebody's about to start Like restocking something And then there are some holes That like I think eventually Will just get filled in With like Lesser varieties of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's Until a new
0: business comes in and it's like, oh, there's a market segment problem here. I could make pizza dough. Yeah. We'll see.
1: Yeah, that'll be really interesting to see. Well, Taylor. Joshua.
0: Guess what time it is.
1: Huh?
0: One, two, three. Quiz, quiz time! time. Okay, Taylor. Okay. Um, this quiz is... <laughs> TV shows from the 2010s. Okay. All right? Yes. Now, let's just tell everybody the truth. Yes. We did the first few questions, and we realized your microphone got off. Truly,
1: like three questions. So,
0: don't cheat. You got them all right, except for one anyways. What popular zombie show debuted on AMC in 2010?
1: Oh, The Walking Dead.
0: Which HBO program was the most pirated television series from 2012
1: to 2019? Um game of thrones sorry that actually took me longer who
0: took over as host of the tonight show 2014 jimmy fallon what tv show was about fab five of gay guys a fab five of gay guys called upon to improve someone's hair home food clothing and self-image
1: uh queer eye
0: name one of the belcher family children from bob's burgers
1: oh yes this is what i got wrong but now i know okay tina jean or louise
0: how did you remember that you just told me that like no like but like but uh, three minutes ago. Yeah, I would never remember any of those. I okay, know. I don't know if I gave you this one. In what city did The Office take place?
1: Scranton.
0: Okay. Which state? Pennsylvania. Okay. Did I give you that one before or did we not get no. that before? That was okay, so we're on the new stuff. Yeah. Where is it always sunny?
1: Philadelphia.
0: What comedy starred Amy Poehler, Aziz Ansari, Nick Offerman, Audrey Plaza, and Chris Pratt?
1: Parks and Recreation. What
0: forensic franchise had four different shows set in Las Vegas, Miami, New York, and Cyberspace?
1: Um, In CIS? Oh, CSI. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. What show featured Julia Louise Dreyfus as vice president of the United States? Veep. What animated show was about a horse who had a popular sitcom actor in the 1990s?
1: Bo Jack Horseman.
0: Yep. On what show starring Kristen Bell, where the character is unable to curse for, uh, unable to c- curse, forced to say words like shirt and fork instead?
1: The Good Place.
0: Who was the main character of the Crown?
1: Like in not the actor, but the person? Yes. Queen Elizabeth. Which number? Oh, Queen Elizabeth. The. Th- second mm-hmm. third, yes second wow
0: yes. what show starred john ham as an advertising executive madman what was the name of the girl with the superpower in stranger things
1: l 11
0: yep what drug did walter white manufacture in breaking bad meth what mean scottish chef appeared in hell's kitchen and <laughs> kitchen nightmares
1: gordon ramsey
0: what was ted mosby's profession in how i met your mother
1: Architect and professor.
0: What sitcoms theme song started, our whole universe was in a hot dense state. The Big Bang Theory. On The Bachelor, what did the Bachelor give to a woman to prevent her from being kicked out of the show? A rose.
1: Ding 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 <laughs>
0: I think you got like basically a hundred on that except for the Tina, Gina. Yeah. Liz. I don't I think I would have missed three. Which ones? I wouldn't have gotten The Big Bang Theory or The Architect from How I Met Your Mother. I've never watched either of those. Yeah. I don't know that I would have gotten Queen Elizabeth II, although I think if I would have thought about it and slowed down, I might have. Sure. Because I've seen an episode and I knew enough to know that it's the current queen yeah. when she was young. I just don't know if I knew well, she she's was she's getting same. older. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that In there's the a season with Diana on there, so it's right. obviously moving forward through history. Yeah. So, that is that. Well, Taylor, guess what time it is now?
1: Time for our sponsors. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: We have great sponsors. Taylor. Yeah.
0: Um, odd thing to say in, in a commercial not about them, but, you know, if you want a great donut, you can go to, like, what, I don't know, Shipley's? Mm-hmm. You could go to Dunkin' Donuts, maybe you're a Krispy Kreme fan. Sure. But if you want to get in the Lexus of donuts, yeah. if you want to pull up to a donut shop in a proverbial Lincoln, yeah. if you want to get the Porsche of donuts, you know where you need to go?
1: Um, I do know, but I'm going to let you say it.
0: Nightlight Donuts Woo-hoo. on 6500 Woodway Drive. It's not just a donut. It's a cronut. It's a croissant donut. Yes. It's a specially um, handcrafted, yeah. breaded donut. Carbohydrate thing Fried With icing on the top Yeah That is a different Kind of experience
1: Truly So good
0: so, And now they have All kinds of riveting flavors They don't just have Glazed or chocolate anymore
1: No they have And they have kolaches too They have
0: kolaches They have everything Your hearts could desire So go visit them out there On 6500 Ruby Drive Or give them a phone call At 254 340 0306 Better yet Just go look on the website Because it is great stuff, great coffee, great food, all the things. Yeah. You're in the driver's seat here for the rest of the show. I am. Because I don't know what's going on. No. The main topic was not discussed.
1: Okay. No, we haven't really discussed it. It's like a surprise kind of for you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. And then introduce like a particular kind of prompt. All right. Okay. Yeah. And we're doing sort of a Valentine's Day themed situation. Okay. Okay, so you, how many years have you and Lindsay been married?
0: We have been married 17.5 years. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's like almost, like your marriage can almost vote.
0: My marriage can almost vote.
1: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we just had Valentine's Day, okay, which is a holiday that is, in many ways, about love, and in particular, societally at least, about romantic love, right?
0: Yep, that's how I interpret that.
1: Okay, and um, I was wondering about, like, your interpretation of, like, what that holiday means to you particularly in the context of your marriage with Lindsay and your interpretation of like what you think it means to her is it important to you is it not important is it something you try to sort of do a big deal about or something you don't it's not meaningful I would just like some context.
0: Um, so what I appreciate about Valentine's Day at this point in our marriage. Okay is probably what people just appreciate about holidays is mm-hmm. it's a day that doesn't force me but gives me an occasion to sort it's already
1: of sp- kind of set aside
0: yeah so like um we have a the, our valentine's thing is our special dinner mm-hmm. but it's with our kids uh-huh. so every year we have done crab legs mm-hmm. except for crab legs are so expensive now we couldn't afford it this year yeah um. So you know we eat only, you have
1: so many kids. Well, that's true. Once eating a year. like full adult portions.
0: Yeah. So we did lobsters and steak last night, which was great. Yeah. Uh, another great meal. Uh, but that's fun. That's like the thing. Yeah. And I I did well two two things about yesterday. Okay. I you know everybody instas their whatever life, and um, <laughs> yeah. my instinct was not to take a picture of me and Lindsay and be like oh we're so cute. Uh-huh. Uh my instinct was to st- and I took the picture I didn't post it, but of the table.
2: Yeah.
0: Of the mess of the meal uh-huh. of the six kids my mom ate with us last night. Oh. And I think um we're at a stage in our life where what's em- emblematic about our love is that. Right. Right? So um maybe we're leaning in to to use the categories we used last week, Valentine's Day is a little more about store hay for us at this point than mm-hmm. it is about Eros right um but that you know that's like the at this point that's also the substance of our eros is the store hay right, right. like we're building a life together and that's what's romantic oh in um, some
1: ways you have built it right you're yeah. like maintaining it kind yeah
0: of. and that's not to say you know we don't try and find ways to pursue eros, but it just means that like this is what is meaningful mm-hmm. um now i did yesterday and i don't usually do this mm-hmm. i did make her a handmade card which is kind of my shtick Uh everybody knows about my cards and I bought her a singular flower that was not a rose Uh and there's some Enneagram 4 energy in that choice right Sure. but um, I did take that to her and one thing I appreciate about 17 and a half years of marriage Mm -hmm. is that um, whatever we have now can be communicated by that flower in a way that like a dozen roses doesn't do right Um, and it's not just about saving money it's about like we're both so aware of how busy our lives are. The fact that I drove over there to take her a flower right. was worth it. That's the thing. Right. Um, you know, that's not to say Lindsay wouldn't like a diamond necklace or something. Sure. I just that's never been my style. Right. So um, that's what Valentine's Day is for me. It's a way to step back and kind of appreciate what our love has built in our life. Mm-hmm. Um. And to you know, we we watched that movie last night. That was fun too. Yeah. We don't do that every night either. Right, but we watch just, a movie together. We picked a movie, and we had fun watching it together. Yeah. So.
1: And do you feel like that has changed over the course of your marriage?
0: Um, the nature of what we derive our love from? Yes. Certainly.
1: What are some of the other phases that you remember? Um. Like, did you go through a time when it was like, we're going to go to a restaurant that's a big deal or yeah
0: you know but very early on and i think this is probably personality driven like neither of us have that 7 and well that's not true lindsay's second highest enneagram is 7 yeah um n- but neither of us are experienced, needs wild experience have fun uh-huh. and so very early on like we went out and it's a mess getting out on valentines night right i hate it i hate crowds i hate so we did a bar bo- the last time i can remember we went out we went to Red Lobster, and we sat at a bar because that was the quickest way to get a food. Right, and we sat food. for two hours, and it was. So that that's never been a big part of our life. Okay. We're also both very much homebodies.
1: Yeah, I don't. Y'all don't go out to eat often at all.
0: We don't like going out at night. Well, I certainly don't. I don't know about Lindsay. Okay. Um, I will say, hmm. you know, this um, this these season tickets, to the Bass, uh-huh. have probably revived some of that. Like okay. We're out on the town. We don't have kids. This is what this feels like.
1: Yeah, and Fort Worth is really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: that's taken a lot of intentionality and effort. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what the phases were. been. I I guess, you know, the the other thing is we got married. Sure. I was in graduate school. She worked full time. Yeah. Then we switched and had kids. Uh-huh. So we've never had a lot of money to mm-hmm. go do nice things either. Sure. Um, right now is the richest we've ever been in our life.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who would look at our financial situation and kind of feel bad for us. Um, okay, well. Well, not like we're poor or anything, but just like, oh, my gosh, you think that's money? You know.
1: Sure, right. And I course. also, there's a lot
0: of people that would look at our thing and they go, oh, my gosh. But we thrive because the government considers us poor. Right. <laughs> um, honestly. Sure. Uh, we don't pay taxes. We... Um, <laughs>
1: We don't like.
0: They send us money. You don't like
1: not pay taxes.
0: They look at what we make every year and say, "Oh, we're sorry. (laughs) This many kids.
1: Don't worry about it. Don't worry about
0: it." Well, part of it is that I'm self-employed and I file housing allowance. Yeah. But um, yeah, for as many kids as we have, they don't think we make a lot of money. Sure. So. Sure. Sure. Um, there's all that. Of course. So, but like money dictates kind of what you can value and what you get used to valuing, right? Right, of course So we've always been the let's stay home and do a creative meal Mm -hmm. And we're going to have fun making a meal together And watching what's free on TV kind of couple
1: Yeah It's always been y'all's vibe Yeah, I think so I love that Um, Okay And then I guess I have one more question before I ask The Sort of prompt thing And that was this In theory um, which, you know, is not the place I go to the most often. Mm-hmm. But in theory, what do you think is the value of a holiday like Valentine's Day? Or do you think it's all a greeting card thing and there's no value?
0: Um, well, my perspective and appreciation for holidays in general has deepened. Hmm a lot of that has come from well there's two sources Okay. one has been kind of understanding the history of food and okay. how so many of our holidays really were about food yeah and I do love eating a meal with people it's probably the most meaningful thing we do as humans I think yeah um, and for for all kinds of complex and spiritual reasons mm-hmm. about um how food is secured and how what that means for our working lives and um, you know, this, they could very quickly get into what communion historically means too, mm-hmm. right? And what's at stake in that. Right, of course. But it's all the same. And so, um, you know, like a, a Good Harvest Festival in the fall, which mm-hmm. is sort of uh, coexists with Halloween and All Saints, yeah. like that's, um, that's kind of a holiday that's based on the pattern of life historically and mm-hmm. hunter gather societies and whatnot. So I appreciate that part of it. I also appreciate like when a particular regional food becomes the occasion for gathering. I think that's really special. Okay. Um, so, you know, like lobsters in Maine or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But uh the other big one then is the church calendar. Sure. Right? Like that's why we have holidays is Mm -hmm. because of these sacred metaphysical realities in our life. So with Valentine's Day, um it is very artificial, right? I have two categories for a holiday in my head, which is um spiritual, Mm -hmm. church calendar and then hallmark. This is definitely a Hallmark holiday with yeah. Uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Although I don't actually know if Saint does it have any historicity with Valentine the the church figure?
1: Um I'm
0: embarrassed to say I haven't looked on the calendar and Yeah. I've never I
1: think like maybe very loosely. Yeah. In that there was a Saint Valentine. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it could be more than that.
0: Maybe. So yeah, at the I think at wherever I am in my own development, it's just like I am beyond having the energy to be cynical about stuff and I'm just going to move with the society and get into the day and have fun and it is a chance to be intentional and my God threes need help with that so yeah being intentional in the present I should say right um, now to your earlier questions is Lynn would Lindsay like pr- probably prefer a more romantic version of me um, <laughs> what did I,
1: when did I ask oh for Valentine's Day
0: yeah I mean like we <laughs> we talked last night about have brought you a card and a flower. Are you impressed? Uh-huh. Um, and like we have discussed in the past that I might be on the very edge of the spectrum. Oh. I have some behaviors. Sure. And so that taken together with, these are her words, uh-huh. your maleness and your threeness, uh-huh. you've got a lot going against you. Right. So I think it's about expectations. Uh-huh. But um, I do think that it's probably good for me to slow down and say, how can I love my wife yeah. intentionally on this day?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Because I'm so... Practical That yeah. I only perceive needs in that way uh-huh. And um, that doesn't make for a very good romance
1: Sure um, Right I do think it takes a lot of intentionality to be Romantic mm-hmm. Which is not to say that's the only Important part of being married or whatever But that,
0: like, No I will say
1: It does take n- notice Yeah
0: I'm a little better with words than she is Okay So that's my one
1: That's your thing
0: That's my one tool I have Yeah I can write her nice notes.
1: That's a good tool. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Not that she's not good with words, just it's not as fluent for well, her. Well,
1: it seems like you have put a lot of time and effort into being good with words throughout the course of your life. That's so. true.
0: I've I've had a a gift of a job that's let me do that.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So this is sort of a uh, a trend I noticed this year about Valentine's Day. Okay. That I've noticed more.
0: Good chance I'll be oblivious, but okay. let's, let's ask.
1: That I've noticed more this year. Okay. I, f- I feel like it's been growing over the past years, but like more this year than I feel like I've ever noticed it. Okay. And that is <laughs> that a lot of people spend Valentine's Day expending a lot of emotion uh-huh. or speaking a lot uh-huh. about single people's experience of valentine's day Hmm. um as a single adult i found i find it very strange Hmm. um i think there's multiple reasons number one i love to see my friends who are Hmm. like in love be in love i think that's great for them i love that yeah um number two i don't as a single person, I just don't think a bunch about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which is not to say that sometimes I'm like, uh, oh, it would be fun to do like a Galentine's thing this year or like to really spend time celebrating my friends or something like that. But most of the time I'm just like, I, I wonder where people bump against it because I'm not like in a third grade classroom where everyone's handing out valentine's do you know what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. well or i guess you're not done keep going
1: well yeah so i was gonna say i wonder but it's like i just i saw so much about of people saying like you know reach out to your single friends they're probably so sad on this day and single people being like valentine's day is really hard for me mm-hmm. and i do need some intentionality And I wondered, you know, as people who feel convicted to care for, like, our brothers and sisters, do you know what I mean? What is that? I don't... I wonder some about the impetus, like, that I keep seeing it more. Mm -hmm. And then also the idea that, like, I'm sure that is a reality for some people. And so, is there any conviction to do something or say something? Well, or? I
0: think you've uh, you've in, in not hedging in another way, but in in painting a picture of possibilities, have named all of what I would say. So, um, I have a friend uh-huh. who is single, yeah, for whom Valentine's Day is very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like I, I, so I don't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think have so, ever. I am mindful that maybe a larger issue and this only applies to the world I give myself to but like I do think the church the evangelical western church that I have come out of has not done a good job of figuring out how to include the lives of the I don't know what the word would be so there's like neuro atypical right Mm -hmm. what would be a family household atypical right yeah Um, like we value families in the church yeah, um, at the expense of normalcy for other people. And so I think as somebody who's identified and appreciated the complexity of that kind of pain, Uh that I am mindful that there are these other cultural artifacts that do the same thing in our society. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I would also say your, um, your response seems to have reflected like a good deal of health, right? Like you just see it as what it is and you can be glad for people for whom it's a good day and it doesn't bother you that it's not. Yeah. Um, I am maybe naive, but I, I tend to think if I were single, I would treat that the same way. Yeah. Which is, you know, we joked about my, my life last week of being a single person and Northern yeah. Michigan. If, oh. <laughs> you know, God forbid, I found myself in those circumstances, probably what would happen is Valentine's Day would be an occasion for my grief of what I had. Right. But I would have very little care about the fact that I was single in that moment. I just right. Think, oh, you know, whatever. Um, maybe I'm wrong uh no, we can't know, you know, but yeah, I don't know i i my last thing I would say is i i do one thing I have noticed develop in the last well maybe this is just in myself okay in in these last years uh-huh. um is I have noticed how much care really needs to be given to speak to marginalized communities mm-hmm. And while being single is not a marginalized right. status ontologically, mm-hmm. because of culturally what we've done with family, I think it can feel marginalized. For example, pastors have a hard time getting hired. I've been told in Texas, yeah, and other places, if you're a single person, yeah, which is absurd, right? right? That is yeah. a form of marginalization, right? Yeah. And so I, I like, I don't speak about, um african-american issues or women's issues mm. gingerly anymore you know i don't make off the hand comment offhand comments because i've learned that those can be very hurtful sure. so i think that same fraught posture is probably brought to the disposition of a single person on valentine's day for those reasons mm. we're learning to be more careful and probably feel the need to overcompensate
1: uh,
0: does it make sense yeah
1: yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to make sense. I'm trying to make sense of the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. it feels, I mean, if and if I can be perfectly honest, it feels to me like such a silly thing to be sad about. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I know, like you said, but that's because it is to me a silly thing. Do you know well, what I mean? Well,
0: but let me give an analogy, right? Like I think, in my pastoral experience, uh-huh. and again, I'm I'm very pleased that you are in the epistemic emotive place you are with this. Mm. But I will say, I the the number one most painful thing I've seen in people's lives in my particular our particular congregation uh-huh. is infertility.
1: Yeah. I think so, too. But
0: I would say people who long to be in relationship. Yeah. I would say that that pain is not a close second, but that's in the top five for sure.
1: Yeah. I think any time you want something like belonging or, or I mean, I think having a baby also is a sense of belonging. Like, I think some of those things are just really painful, you Mm -hmm. know, like. But, but anytime you want something so desperately and you feel called into it, and you don't, it just doesn't work out, or you don't have it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really painful situation to be in, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I think.
0: I also think, and this gets back to the problem with the church. Did I interrupt you where you finished? No, no, I Sorry. couldn't find the end
1: of the sentence, so um, that's good.
0: So this is part and parcel with the the overvaluing of families, but and this this cuts both ways. We figured it out both in how we tried to use it and how we actually still haven't figured out how to use it. Uh-huh. But I don't think we take seriously Paul's theological suggestion about um, being single. What do you, what's that word? Singleness. What? Um, yeah, there's a word for.
1: Oh, like celibate?
0: Yeah, I guess, but that implies sexual, the choice to live a single life, whatever. Yeah. Celibate. But, like, you know, Paul says, like, the highest theological good relationally is not marriage. No. The highest good relationally, spiritually, is celibacy. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, what I meant, what I said earlier is we use that as a tool to justify our theological positions in the same-sex marriage debate, right? Right. Which was, it was, it was a relief valve for a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Which is not the way to do that. Nor have we taken seriously the, the positive use of it, which is to say, we really don't take seriously people who feel called to be single. Right. And treat that with honor and celebrate that and ask what gift they can give the church that we're not eliciting from them because we have so much value on family.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think that's true. Like we just don't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do have friends I know who grew up in, um, in Protestant churches, but I do feel like especially it is a thing the Catholics have on us that they do offer singleness as, like, and not as, like, an, to be a nun or to be a monk, but, like, yeah. um, it, it is part of their, like, catechism curriculum is to think through, like, the type of life you might lead and, like, will it include... That marriage is like one of the options But not the only mm-hmm. You know sort of thing Which certainly in my youth group It was just very expected that You would grow up and Yeah Get married
0: um, But yeah that was uh, That Those are fun prompts Thanks for asking the question And for getting me thinking about this
1: Yeah Yeah um,
0: I, I think, too, like last week I, when we were talking about the kinds of friends and I said life stage friend. Yeah. That is a very powerful reality that I don't know what to do with. What? And it's been true of me of each phase of my life. What do you mean? Well, go all the way back to adolescence. Sure. When I was single, uh-huh. it was really easy to hang out with my friends. Yeah. When I started dating Lindsay, it yeah. was more important to find couple friends. Right. Once we got married, it was important to find young married friends. Right. When we had our first kids... It was important to find friends that had babies so we could go to bed at the same time, right? Right, yeah. Um, And so, you know, um, there is a, a, to use that word, perichoresis and being able to understand each other's... And even now, like, where I'm out of some of those other faces and I experientially know what they're like, it's harder to get back into them. um, Yeah. Because it's just not where I live. And that is a ecclesiological conundrum I don't know how to solve other than to say I'm selfish. yeah. Um, it is one of the things I appreciated about our MIKASAs when they were working in our lives. Uh-huh. When there was some kinds of diversity. Uh-huh. Is that we got pulled weekly into people's lives who are in different stages. Mm-hmm. And there can be some real fruit there. But yeah. it's just the fact that it is easiest to move in and out of people's lives who are in the same phase of you. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with that.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I do think <laughs> in some ways, right, then the we would call friendship a discipline, right? A choice, mm-hmm. an active. Mm-hmm. Um, I read, a, I, uh, it's been years now, but I read, actually I think during my mentoring, uh, Spiritual Friendship by Wesley Hill, which yeah. I wanted to be more than it was. It, it's pretty strictly about...
0: Right, I read the first book and I was told that that was a necessary companion and I never got to it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, it was, I mean, just more specifically, you know, he is writing about Mm -hmm. um, sort of the LGBTQ community and especially gay people still actively participating
0: in the church. Who had committed to being celibate.
1: Uh Uh-huh, yes.
0: Which is his story. Yes. That's his theological solution is I am gay. Yeah. I was born this way, but it is not theologically right for me to act on those instincts, so I am going to be...
1: I've chosen to be celibate, yeah. And
0: I will have friends in the church. Yeah. But he takes friendship more seriously than, like I'm saying, we have. Yes. We've just kind of treated it as, oh, but it's like a real spiritual category.
1: Well, and I read a, um last week a tweet from a guy who said he has a friend, she is a lesbian, and she, like, went to her pastors and said, I'm choosing to live a life of celibacy, and I would like to do some sort of, like, moment some sort of like commitment between me and the church body Mm. that they would like commit to being my family as I make this commitment to like celibacy and the pastors said no they wouldn't do it they said it's asking too much of like families and married people that's tragic I think so too right
0: on so many levels
1: yeah I like the idea of no I thought
0: that was beautiful yeah um and that's just somebody who has theological space for queer folks to get married right i still love the intention of the commitment yeah and i just can't imagine why you wouldn't accommodate that
1: i yeah that's kind of how i feel it's like oh i feel like if someone came forward and said
0: but their objection was not that you're not making the theological right move it was that we just think this is too much to ask of families yes oh my gosh yeah i mean way to way too uh, knock out the legs on every argument that I've ever heard from a <laughs> theologically conservative person yes
1: right like no it's we're called to be the families for each other
0: but that, they... again that's a, a symptomatic of that problem I was naming is the church does not it overvalues families and it doesn't know what to do with people who don't fit in that category
1: yeah the especially I think yes the white American evangelical church yeah So um, So yeah I think it's, it's so interesting to me That such a Almost like trite thing like Valentine's Day Opens up such a large conversation in my head About like All these things Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah uh, this was great I have to give you credit I thought this conversation Was going to go nowhere And it was really Fruitful and fun Oh good And I think would be helpful If people slowed on To listen to it So Yeah Anyhow Well I need to um, I need to get going
1: Yeah I need to go
0: So I need to sign off Clean
1: here. the church clo- The craft closet At the church Alright friend Alright
0: Well Until next week Listeners
1: Bye Bye